Welcome in to DTC, the Washington football team, WFT, has made a change at quarterback. It's uh, week, what is it, week three, week four? Just finished week four. FP, thank you for joining on the pod. Uh, this is a completely unscheduled pod, uh, but, you know, the news is huge, and we got to talk about it. We got to discuss. We discussed this last week, and it dominated the pod. This is the instant reaction. Dwayne Haskins is benched show. Right off the cuff, FP, initial reactions. Was this a surprise? DTC now stands for defending the coach. Uh, I'm fully on board with this decision. Uh, it's the one-year anniversary of when we fired Jay Gruden. Uh, <laughs> honestly. Is it really the one-year anniversary when we fired yeah, Jay Gruden? We, no, we he wasn't fired that early, was he? We, we fired him after week four, I believe. Okay. Yeah, um, but 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 to be clear to all our listeners, both you and I were on this pod last week, and we defended Dwayne a little bit, saying that yeah, he sucked, but he, but the reason for the season is to find out if Dwayne Haskins can run an offense. So and it's been it's been one week since we had that pod. He had 300 yards, over 300 yards for the first time ever in his career, and zero picks, also zero TDs. But did his play? TD. Uh, I mean, that doesn't really count. It was a quarter of a yard, you know, sneak in the end zone, which as a like six, seven guy, I, I would hope you would be able to get that in. Now, let's to be clear, I, I don't think his play um, last week warranted him to be benched this week. But I think we got to look at this big picture. We got to look at this, you know, kind of overall. We've seen him four games this year. Um, was it like eight games last year or something like that? Total of, you know, 11 games. And then also what we're not seeing is how is he practicing? How is he responding to the criticism that he's been getting from Rudin or from, uh, from coach Rivera and, and how is he composing himself as an NFL player? Yeah. Think- so, sorry, I'm, I'm cutting you off. This, that's the point of an off the cuff show, but um, you, you have to look at this, not in a DC media standpoint, definitely not in a Twitterverse standpoint because all their, Hot takes are complete garbage, right? It has nothing to do with race. has nothing to do with any of that. Ron Rivera, from day one, from before he was a Washington football coach, he has always been a man of character. And he has said from day one, I'm looking at this from a 30,000-foot elevation, and I'm, I'm trying to change the culture of the team. Now, Take all the numbers away from Dwayne Haskins, his his struggles, how he did against the Ravens last week, any of that. Take all of that out of the picture because I truly believe that's what Ron Rivera did. And you look at Dwayne Haskins, the man, right? And from the get-go, right, from draft day, uh, salty and entitled that the Giants didn't take him, right? All bitter, butthurt on camera. We draft him and then – the first like dose, like the first taste we get of Dwayne Haskins is his brand, Simba, the t- the the t-shirts, his Instagram, all this stuff. Like, yeah, I made it. I'm a QB, blah blah blah. Entitlement, right? And then you go into he had a, a hard, harder than usual path in the NFL to start with. Jay Gruden didn't want him. He was Snyder's guy, blah blah blah. Coaching change didn't give him a shot. Threw him in, in the deep end, whatever. A lot of adversary on that that he had to face. Through the adversary, ad whatever that word is. <laughs> adversity? Yeah, adversity. that's the word. Adversity. 
you you didn't see him elevate himself, right? You didn't hear of him practicing harder. You didn't hear of him taking things seriously. You got selfie gate where he takes a picture. He so so characters already questionable, right? You come into this season, you get the Instagram videos shirtless, I lost weight, the baby fat is gone, let me hit all these deep balls to Mohamed Sanu and Antonio Brown and blah, 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 for his Instagram video. But, like, clearly he wasn't doing what he needed to do, which was mastering the playbook, mastering footwork, mastering short passes, medium passes, whatever. Um, and, and it showed come regular season. On top of that, you have the mistakes that he was making, which Ron was like, all right, you're going to make mistakes. We'll take your lumps. So like, we're, it's a growing time. Like, we'll, we'll figure it out. Ron's giving him tests. Dwayne's failing the tests. And then on top of that, and I think this is really what kind of played the biggest role in Dwayne not only getting benched, but third string inactive, is I think it's when his agent came out and his agent essentially knocked the entire franchise and, and the coaching staff and everybody. And it was like, how are you going to blame him when you have this problem, this problem, this problem, this problem? And I think Ron, as a, a character honest, all, guy. All, all fair points, though, right? He said he doesn't have receivers. He doesn't have a line. But he He's never completely wanted, fair. But well, you, you as also, a culture he's change. Voice, he's the voice of Dwayne Right. You don't want that to happen. If, if Dwayne Haskins said that, that's right. And as his agent, he's his his proxy voice. And that, to me, is a sign that there's something there that is not right. Like, his maturity is not quite there yet. Yeah, and, and, and you can definitely see that the maturity isn't there. And, and again, like Ron has said from day one, he doesn't care about the players. He doesn't care about wins and losses. He's here for a culture change. And, like... This is the culture change, right? Everyone's like, oh, same old team, pull off the mask of WFT, and it's still like the, the Indian head logo. Like, it's the same old team. But but it's not because we are seeing somebody that's not necessarily a team player, and who knows what he's like in the locker room and, and what's going on back there. I mean, but you, you can clearly see there's there's a division between coaches view and and path forward and and what he was dealing with with Dwayne and now Ron Rivera is he's a player's coach he's he's a man of his word and 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 he builds character that's that's kind of why everybody in the league loves him so I truly believe if if this knocks Dwayne down a couple pegs and he busts his ass and he starts to show that he's taking practice seriously and film study seriously and all this stuff that maybe he wasn't showing I can totally see Ron being like, all right, let's put you back up to second string. All right, you've earned it. Let's put you back in first string, whatever. I, I can see that happening, but I think the biggest thing here is that Ron is just like, look, clearly your mental isn't where I need it to be, so you're done. I think that's the story. Uh, I think you're taking it too far from the off-the-field approach. You know, how is Dwayne Haskins maturing? How is he acting in the locker room? What's his Instagram like? Now, I think all that matters, but to a little bit of an extent, right? Cam Newton, who Ron Rivera dealt with for many, many years, right, and won, won an MVP with him, went to Super Bowl with him, et cetera, et cetera, all had those types of issues, right? You saw him on the sideline with the towel over his head, all those things. 
but there's a there's a limit, right? You can take some of that off the field stuff if the player is performing on the field. You can even take interceptions and fumbles on the field if the player is making the throws, right? If he's getting 350 yards a game and he's throwing for three touchdowns and three interceptions, you can kind of take that a little bit. But when you're not moving the ball down the field and you're throwing three interceptions, or even in this past game, he didn't make the mistakes, but he also didn't make any plays. You can clearly see him. I'm going to hike the ball. I'm going to look at Terry McLaurin because I know he's my number one read. I'm not going to you know, shift my eyes off of him. And then I'm going to do some some wild pass to, you know, the, the, the running back coming out of the flat. But he, he it, made a lot not, of mistakes against the Ravens, though. He failed. That, not, what, he didn't make mistakes. He failed tests. He failed the test. That's what I'm saying. He he's not performing on the field. So you can take some of the off the field stuff if he's performing on the field, but he's clearly not performing on the field or off the field. And therefore, Ron had to make the change. Another point that comes into this is where the NFC East is, right? We're one, we have one win and we're half a game out of first place. The season is primed for a, you know, seven, eight, max nine win team to win the division. And with someone who can move the ball, with someone who can give the defense a little bit of a break, you can easily win this division. This division is not out of reach this year with a competent offense. With, I don't even want to say an offense that excels, but with an offense that is at least staying on the field for three, four, you know, six minutes at a time. And we're not even getting that with Haskins. I think that's the issue, right? And Kyle Allen, obviously, he was brought in. You know, he knows the system. Scott Turner likes him. Um, he had a little bit of success with, with Carolina in his first stint last year um, in the system. All those types of things, those things matter. Ron said it today. He said, Kyle knows the system. I'm not worried about that at all. It's just, think, you know, making sure he's, the, he's the ready big, to the game, zoned in. He's not going to make yeah. those big mistakes all the time, and he can move the ball. The the biggest thing between Kyle and Dwayne, like, let's let's be honest here. Kyle's not the answer. He's, he's trash, too, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Cinderella story of Alex Smith occurs in, in a week or two, but which I personally hope it doesn't happen for his own safety. But Kyle Allen, comparison to Dwayne Haskins, both their numbers are absolute trash. They're garbage. Like, let's be honest. But I think mechanically, Kyle Allen is is a quarterback that, like you said, won't make the dumb mistakes and, and just will kind of show that he's capable of being – a quarterback in the NFL. So the writing was on the wall when Ron Rivera, after uh, I think it was after the the Ravens game, maybe his presser or something, where he was like, "We'll see if Dwayne can be uh, a quarterback in this league or be a starter." Like those were his exact words. Not if he can be great, but if he can be a starter, which already shows you where Ron's mental was. He 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 was sitting there after four weeks plus chemo and and whatever other struggles he's had he's sitting there and he's like man i don't even know if this dude can be a starter and like let's be honest here like ron rivera he knows football right he knows he 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 was never a quarterback but he knows football and if he looks at you and he's like i don't know if you have the gusto to to actually be a starter in the nfl that that's big Right. And if he looks at Kyle Allen, Kyle Allen's going to make the mistakes. Ron Rivera will accept those mistakes, but it, it'll be mistakes that 
that a coach can swallow. It won't be on third and long taking a 15-yard sack. It won't be fourth and goal, you throw it uh, on a check down. It won't be uh, staring your receiver down and throwing four picks and throwing away an easy game. It won't be mistakes like that. It'll be like what we saw with uh, the Patriots quarterback on, on Thursday Night Football. It'll be, I need to make a play for my team. Let me air it out. Ah, oh, interception. That's okay. Right? Those are the mistakes. You're like, that's okay. I, I really hope you're not comparing him to Brian Hoyer. No, the, the other cat. the Stidham. Stidham. Yeah, and, and you're right. And and the other point to make here is that this has not been one coach, one NFL mind who thinks that Dwayne Haskins can't play. It's been Jake Gruden. It's been Bill Callahan. It's now Ron Rivera. It's been Scott Turner. That's four, you know, NFL, you know, plus say what 12 you want other about, NFL teams right. during the draft. Say what you want about, you know, uh, Jay Gruden and, and, you know, his ineptitude of being a head coach. He's at least been in the league for a while. He at least knows what it takes to be a quarterback. And he didn't ever want him from the, from the get-go. And then you have Bill Callan, who's been in the league for 75 years. He, of course, knows what he's talking about when it comes to can this person play quarterback or not. And he also, uh, you know, wasn't a fan of him. So it's been multiple NFL minds. It's not just one person. But I think one te- one telling thing is um, Scott Turner was on an interview with Julie Donaldson today, and he says um, you don't want to build from bad experiences. Oh, sorry, you want to build bad ex- you want to build experiences, but you don't want to build bad habits. This is a step back for Dwayne to see it from another vantage point, not the end of the road. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. To me, that's not closing the door on Dwayne Haskins for the rest of the year. It's Hey, you better you better work your butt off. You better show me in practice that your footwork is getting better. You better stay out after, you know, with with Kansas MPZ quarterbacks coach and and learn all these things. And until then, until you can show me that you can do it, we're gonna go a different direction. Yeah, and maybe they basically they want you to go from an an entitled player to a player with a chip on their shoulder. That's all they're looking for here. And up until this point, you almost saw in his body language. Dwayne Haskins had this sense of entitlement off of what being a a Heisman runner up one special season in an Ohio state offense where we can see any quarterback can excel in that offense because you have guys without anybody around them for 10 yards. Like anybody can excel in that offense. So what are you, what are you entitled to? What, what, what brings you into the NFL? What makes you think that you're this player that can just show up and not put in, 200% 200% of the work like you see somebody like Alex Smith in practice literally fighting death to get back on the field for the sport he loves and day in and day out grinding and working how does that not draw you in how does that not show you how serious and, and how much work this position takes and, and how hard it is I mean there's 32 NFL starters of those 32 let's say 15 to 20 are actually good to great not even what is going to set you apart from the rest of the league. And he hasn't shown any of that right off the field, on the field. He hasn't really shown much progress either. You would think that in a normal off season, he, you know, maybe that gives him a little bit more time to, to get his footwork down, but rather than practicing the, you know, the 60, 60 yard long bombs to Muhammad Sanu, well, where was the work on your, your footwork? Where's the work on your short game? Where's the work on your screen passes? Why are you overthrowing guys? Why are you throwing, you know, checkdowns at people's feet. And right, absolutely. The, the basic fundamentals is not there. There's there's two things you need to think of 
um, outside of just Dwayne. So if you take in how crazy this offseason has been with COVID and, and the pandemic, you essentially just finished your four preseason games. If we had a real preseason and Dwayne was the guy for those four games, and then after preseason, Ron Rivera was like, yeah, we're going to go with Kyle Allen. Everyone would be like, okay, that's fine. You had your preseason. You didn't like what you saw from Dwayne. Season starts now. You're going to go with the guy you like more. Nobody would bat an eye at that decision if you had a real preseason plus offseason, right? Nobody would bat an eye at that decision. The other thing that you have to factor in is there's a lot of contract players on the team right now. There's a lot of guys where Ron Rivera needs to see, are we keeping them? Are we not keeping them? And they are out there fighting for wins and they're fighting for their careers and they're fighting to keep these jobs. And you can't have somebody like Dwayne Haskins, who's entitled, show up and and kind of be this. I mean, it's easy to say this one easily replaceable piece that could you can remove him, put somebody else in and then all of a sudden see if the rest of the guys can do their job. Like from a coaching perspective, you almost had to make that switch because of all the other guys. And you can't lose the locker room. Like you can lose the locker room a little bit because some of Dwayne's friends are upset, but you can't lose the locker room because you have guys week in and week out grinding, listening to your message, working hard in practice, showing up to games, defense is killing themselves, but they have to defend 30 yards instead of 60 yards or 70 yards. Like it's it's not fair to them. It's It's just not fair to those guys. Yeah, and it's not fair to the defense, right? The defense is actually good. It's not fair that they're constantly on short field. It's not fair that, you know, they, they have to save the team every week. So I, the other thing is I, I give Ron a little bit of credit, right, because he decided to move away from Dwayne early, which is a bold move, right? And And from the beginning, he said, you do it my way, you mess it up, it's on me. You do it your own way, you mess it up, it's on you. And clearly this is a way that, that Dwayne is – this is a message that he's saying, Dwayne, you're trying to do it your way, and you're not listening to my coaching. You're not telling you – you're not doing what I'm telling you to do. You're not taking the criticism you know, appropriately. It's time for you to take a step back, sit on the bench, try to learn from the bench, see what you can learn, humble yourself, come back. Next week, let's see what you let's see what you can do in practice, right? Um, but I also think that Dwayne's job is lost. Like it, it's Kyle Allen's job now, and Kyle Allen is not going to be replaced. Say Dwayne Haskins comes back next week in practice, and all of a sudden his footwork is amazing. All of a sudden he's you know doing nine to nine at, at Redskins Park at you know football field, football team park, whatever it's called now. Um, Say say he's doing the long hours. He's, he's memorized the playbook. He's got it's all those too things late. done. It's too little it's too, too late. late. It's Kyle Allen's job to lose. And then I think if Kyle Allen loses the job, I think it goes to Alex Smith. Absolutely. Because that's just kind of your your fair pecking order. And and, and another thing is, is Julie also tweeted this today. She said something along the lines of this is just the next step in Alex's recovery. Right. When, when I saw that, I said, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like. This isn't about Kyle Allen, then. This is about possibly Alex Smith being and, close to being ready. And the type of person that Alex Smith is, like, you can tell 
as soon as this message hit the, the QB room, I guarantee you, Dwayne was pouting. Alex was like, I need to get to work. Right. And that's like the character difference between those two guys. And I truly believe, I truly, truly, truly believe. And I can't say this about Jay Gruden. I couldn't say this about Mike Shanahan. I couldn't say this about any of the other coaches. I truly believe that Ron Rivera was communicating upfront and honest with Dwayne and gave him every single opportunity to keep that starting job. And I truly think Dwayne didn't respond. And Ron, a man of his word, was like, all right, I told you. I told you it was going to happen. You're on the bench. I don't care about the shit storm that I have to deal with, that Julie has to deal with, that the media has to deal with, that Jason Wright has. Like, I don't care about that. I gave you every opportunity. You didn't stand up to it. So you're gone. So let me ask you, there's a, there's a narrative going on right now in the media uh, and, of course, right, cancel culture um, that this is basically because of Dwayne Haskins' skin color. And there's they're always drawing parallels to Daniel Jones' numbers and, you know, how crappy he's playing and, you know, why isn't he benched when Dwayne is. Let's be clear on this. I, I think that's complete nonsense, right? I don't think Ron's that type of person. I don't think Jason, obviously Jason Wright's not that type of person. I don't think anybody in, you know, any of the new blood in, in Washington is that type of person. Um, I think it really comes down to your your performance on field, the way that you handle yourself off the field, and what gives the team the best chance to win this season. What are your thoughts? I mean, my thought is cancel, cancel culture, right? You can't have... A, a coach of color, a, a president of color, and all these other positional coaches and, and players, and be like, oh, it's because Dwayne is black. That's garbage, right? And the 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 thing about Daniel Jones not being benched, if whoever's the coach of the Giants right now, um, I don't even know his name, but Tom Coughlin. <laughs> so the the the, the d-bag from new england special teams however he think you think he's going to be a coach but if he had a quarterback that he brought in for his system that we already knew the system and an alex smith sitting there in third string i guarantee you daniel jones would have been benched but the new york giants don't have that luxury and it is a luxury that that ron rivera had they don't have the ability to bench Daniel Jones and bring in somebody that already knows the system or bring in somebody after him that is of Alex Smith caliber. Like, yeah. because it, we it, have it's that, a, it's an easier it's an easier bite to take. It, it's a dumb argument because Daniel Jones should have been benched, but wh- why would you set yourself to the low bar standard, right? Why, why would you say, hey, there's an idiot over there. I want to be an idiot too, right? That doesn't make any sense. And that's, that's against you know, just common sense. It's, it's ridiculous. You know, Plus, I mean, the, the Giants want to lose for Lawrence. The, the Giants want to lose for Lawrence, right? Like everybody wants Trevor Lawrence. The Giants are that much crappier with us. Saquon goes out. They're like, this is the perfect year to tank. I mean, maybe, maybe that's true, but there's no guarantee that they're going to get Lawrence either. Right. I, I think one of those as, a, as, a, well. as a team who's got a young quarterback, you got to figure out if that young quarterback is your franchise or not. And, and that's your job. And and I don't think it's completely over for Dwayne, but I think he's taken a major, major, major step back. And I think he's got to really show like a million percent improvement 
on the field, off the field, to be able to even be considered in the offseason. I, I think it's over for him because, like I said last week, I think the way he is now, right, the way he is now, Ron Rivera and everybody saw that his potential is mediocrity. And I don't think Ron that's, Rivera – That's I don't, the ceiling. Yeah, that's his ceiling. Saying. Right. And I don't think Ron Rivera wants to go through his rebuilding process and his culture change and all of that just to trot out a quarterback that can maybe get you eight wins. I don't think that's his goal, and, and it shouldn't be his goal. That's not why we hired him. Like, we hired you for a culture change, but we hired you for, like, a Bill Belichick culture change, right? We want you to change the culture and then win, right? And great, great if you change the culture. Applaud it. It needed to be changed. But if you changed the culture and then two years from now you're still sitting at seven wins, your ass is on the line. Coach's ass is on the line. And he's not going to let Dwayne Haskins put his ass on the line, especially if Dwayne's not putting in the work. And he saw that from now. And he's like, look, I'm going to knock you down a peg. I'm going to put you on the bench. We'll see how you respond. Let's close out the show on this. Um, are you a believer in – are you still a believer in the in the Ron Rivera culture change? And, you know, are, are you satisfied with, I guess, today's news and, and how he's running the ship here? Um, number one. Number two, are you at all excited for Kyle Allen? I believe in Ron Rivera. And I don't think we will truly get to witness the quote unquote culture change until we see how he handles the next two or three weeks behind whatever performance you get from Kyle Allen. So if Kyle Allen trots out on the field and he makes the same boneheaded mistakes that Dwayne does and Ron Rivera's like, you're benched too. Or if he makes acceptable mistakes, but looks like a better quarterback and Ron's like, I'm behind you, buddy. I think that's when you see a true culture change. And it all comes from how Ron decides to communicate his thought process to the media and, and to the fans and his transparency, which I think we're going to get. And I think that's step one of the culture change that he's trying to bring to the table. Am I excited about Kyle Allen? Um, I'm excited about the unknown. I'm excited to see if he can make Terry McLaurin and Sims, uh, and Antonio Gibson, and Logan Thomas. I'm excited to see if he can be just enough of a boost to elevate everybody else's game, um, which I think he has that capability. And I'm more excited to see if he can sustain drives, how the defense will start performing if they're well-rested and they have an entire field to defend. That's that's a guaranteed lock. The defense is going to perform better. I'm going to answer my own question here. Um, I am a believer in the Ron Rivera, you know, culture change and how he's he's running the ship here. I think today's news is nothing more than just a re-emphasis that Ron Rivera is in charge here. Dan Snyder is not in charge. Of course, there's just transparency there where Ron said he already went to Dan and Dan approved of the uh, of the uh, the benching. I don't think it's a it's an I don't think he went to Dan for asking. I think he went to Dan telling him, hey, I'm going to do this. And Dan said, you're in charge. You do it. So I'm a believer in what Ron's trying to build here. And I am kind of excited for Kyle Allen because you know why? I've been a Washington football team fan for, you know, my whole life. 
pretty much <laughs> for five and, weeks and, <laughs> and <laughs> since the inception and uh we've had 30 quarterbacks what since since 19 what was it 90 something 93 30 i was i was excited for john beck how am i not gonna be excited for kyle Allen? bring hey, on man, kyle. i still miss some sexy rexy <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm ready to change the page i'm i am happy that we didn't trade picks for Dwayne haskins i'm happy that if we're gonna move on we're moving on early you know, fail fast kind of mentality. And you know what? I'm ready to see see what the rest of the season's got to bring because the NFC East is weak. Philly is is horrible. Dallas um, Dallas is, is a question mark, I think. But um, the Giants are horrible. Philly's horrible. I think there's a chance that this, this team can win the division. And I'm excited to, to see the season play out. I'm excited to see what, what Kyle Allen can do this week. I'm excited to see what the defense can do with a little bit more rest. I'm excited to see how the players are going to react to this. Of course, you know you're not you're going to hear just lip service because Ron keeps a tight locker room. I, I don't think you're going to hear you know much of oh we wanted Dwayne or oh we're happy that Dwayne's benched any of that stuff. But um, I'm just excited to see what's what's coming up for this team. I'll leave everybody with one note before you wrap up the show. If you are one of the fans that is upset that we wasted a first round pick on a quarterback that didn't pan out for playing less than a season. Look at it with this mentality. Your first round pick, your first round pick was Montez Sweat. Your second round pick was Dwayne Haskins. (laughs) And we gave up on our second round pick gamble. That's how I'm going to view it because Montez Sweat has proven the jump to first round and get him. That to me is a wash in the, the draft for the picks used on Dwayne. I look at it as Dwayne Haskins, 11 games. What does he have? One win? I think one win, two wins maybe. Did he win any last year? Either way, he's contributed more than Josh Doxson. So I looked at it as a win. <laughs> we didn't give up any picks. And you know what? Like I said, fail. If you're going to fail, fail fast. And, and that's really my mentality because it's a, it's a any given week you know, especially this year, it's an any given week season. Um, you see teams rebuild super fast, and we've been in rebuild mode for 30 plus years, it seems like. And you know, start over. That's fine. Do it. Just turn the page. Like Keep right. moving. Good show. Thanks. Good show. Thanks for joining, FP. Thanks for everybody who's listening. Follow our stuff on Instagram, on Twitter, on our podcast uh, apps. Uh, It's been fun. We are out.